Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Look and Listen podcast. Once again, we're back with another one-on-one episode. And as you already know, each one of these is designed to bring you a brand new conversation, brand new interview, brand new perspective. This is the brand new introduction. Oh, some brand new production. So sit back and relax. Let this intro play itself out and we'll get into this episode and this brand new topic. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash looklistenpod. There are over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Yo, yo, what's going on, people? I saw a hero last night. He was black. He said, this is for the streets. Black Lightning is back. Black Lightning is back. Wow. <laughs> I, I, I like this. Why are you like this? Why are you hating? I'm not hating. I'm just not appreciating. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Sounds like the same thing to me, man. Anyway, we are back once again. Look and listen podcast. And the TV movie Mistress podcast. Back in full effect. And we got another guest with us. From the Black Chick Watching Podcast Emporium <laughs> Warehouse. And, and <laughs> I can't even go on. It was too silly for even me for, to finish. We got Amber P. What's going on, Amber? Hey, cool kids. So we are here tonight, as y'all know, to talk about Black Lightning. Before we get into that, though, we want to give Amber a chance to shout out 
what she's doing over with Black Chick Watch and everything that she's got going on. And we'll get everybody to shout this stuff out at the end or whatever. So go ahead and tell us about Black Chick Watching and what you got going on over there. Sure, sure, sure. I'm Amber P. Knight, and I have a bunch of podcasts. They're all a part of under the Black Chick Watching umbrella. I uh, a Black Chick Watching podcast, a Black Lightning fan cast that I don't have a creative name for, and uh, a podcast called Wonderful Malcontents. And basically, the long and short of it is I talk about different things from um, a Black Chick's point of view, and I sometimes talk to other people about said point of view, and they tell me about theirs, and it's a fun time is had by all. Well, that's what's up, man. So, yeah, we'll we'll get all the information on how to uh, find that and anything else that you want to plug later. And, of course, Moji, we will get your stuff, too. You want to go ahead and big yourself up now, Mo, before we get started, though? You, We know how much you love doing that. Well, I love doing that one, and if you guys like great things, you should check out my television podcast, um, TV Movie Mistress, and I talk television all the time. Like, I can't stop talking about television, and now I'm, like, into, like, K-dramas, and Chi- like, Korean dramas, and Chinese dramas, and, like, Korean pop music, and I don't know. I have no time on my hands for all of these shows, and I'm like, Mo, you kind of breaking up a little bit, but I think I caught the last part of it. You know what I mean? So we'll definitely get you to shout out everything at the end as we normally do. Anyway, we're going to go ahead and roll into this one. This is episode six. It's called Three Sevens, The Book of Thunder. And uh, so we start off this joint. Um, The cops are gearing up to catch Black Lightning. And the chief says that he's got a tip from a person, which we find out later is Joey, Joey Toledo. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> but we find out, you know, they find out where Black Lightning was at and everything like that. Um, so they're, they're grabbing all of their guns and vests and all that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, Jeff is actually still out there. You know, last week we saw him and Joey Toledo get into that fight and Toledo scurried away. And you know, Jeff was still out there, so um, he's still struggling to stand up and everything like that. Excuse me. Um, he tries to use his powers at a point, um, but that didn't work. Um, and then you know more more stuff with the cops getting you know gearing up and everything like that. Then eventually we see them actually drive past where he was at. They drive past him twice, in fact. Um, and in that time, Gamby shows up in the van and like grabs him and picks him up. Says, you know, I'm here or whatever like that. Um, puts them in the van and they and they leave and everything. Um, and while they're in the van, Jeff is like, "Yo, Tobias is still in Freeland." Like, and and um, Gamby is looking like, "No shit, nigga." But you know what I'm saying? Of course, he can't say that. So uh, <laughs> we know that Gamby knows that already. But obviously, Jeff doesn't know that. Um, and then um, on the way over to the Honeycomb Hideout, uh, Gamby calls Lynn and tells her that Jeff is hurt and is pretty bad or whatever. Um, I'm going to go through the next thing first and I'll get y'all reaction to these first two scenes. So then the next scene is uh, Joey Toledo literally hopping into Tobias's place. I guess that's his house or whatever. He's hopping on one foot um, and Tobias is like, yo, what the hell happened to you? And he's like, you know, I just got into a fight with Black Lightning and everything. And, you know, one more minute I would have I would have killed him. You know, he was he was all fucked up in the game. You know, there's something wrong with his head or whatever. Tobias is like, well, why didn't you finish that shit? And he grabs him and picks him up by his neck. And he's holding a grown man in the air by his neck. 
All while I would like to say, while holding a drink in in, in the other hand, and I want I want y'all to notice. I don't know if y'all noticed this or not, but I peeped it. As he sipped the drink while he was talking to this man, he had that pinky in the air as he was sipping his drink. So I'm like, Tobias is classy, okay? That, that's that's what we learned about Tobias if we didn't know already. He's a classy guy. Um, he's a gentleman. He's a gentleman, you know what I'm saying? He'll choke you, but he'll do it nicely. Um, so, you know, Joey Toledo's like, you know, I tried or whatever. He was all on, but I was all on my own. You know, Black Lightning took my gun from me and everything like that. Um, and I couldn't take him. You know, he's bigger than me. I couldn't take him or whatever like that. Um, but he says that he, he tipped off their guy at the police station, which we know is the police chief, or we learned is the police chief. You know, we knew that there was corruption in there, but we didn't know who um, was under Tobias's thumb. So it's it's all the way at the top, you know what I'm saying? Um, and, you know, Tobias lets him go. And um, he says to that white girl, you know, there was a time that you could depend on white folks to be dependable, um, to be um, professional. Or whatever, but now they're just as lazy and shiftless as the brothers. I love it. Yeah. Like that. Huh? That was funny. Yeah, that shit was funny, right? He was like, they're just as lazy and shiftless as the brothers. Um. So then, then something that surprised me: the white girl can speak. She actually said something, and she said something that actually made some kind of significant point or whatever. She was like, "Yo," telling him that Tori. Tobias' sister, her security detail was in place, and Joey Toledo's like, you know, well, what's up with that? Why does she need protection? And, um, you know, he tells uh, Joey about the fact that Lady Eve sent him that powder um, ground up from, you know, ground, ground up albino bones or whatever. His words. I'm not I'm not racist. Uh, so, you know what I'm saying? And he's like, you know, she's trying to mess with his head and everything like that. And, you know, Joey Tilly was like, yeah, maybe that or she was trying to send a warning. And he's like, yeah, that's true. He's like, but uh, you're bleeding on you're bleeding on my floor. You know, he don't like blood on his furniture, on his floors or whatever. Um, so he tells them to make sure that they uh, have their crew over and lock up um, and to let them know when the cops get in. Because, you know, Black Lightning is not going to survive the night. So that was kind of a long first two scene description, but um, I want to get y'all reaction to it before we move on to the, the next thing or whatever. I'm going to um, start off with Amber and then we'll go with Moji. Once again, we're talking about the first scene where he was struggling in the alley. Jeff was struggling in the alley and uh, Gamby comes to pick him up. And then the stuff with Joey Toledo and Tobias and Shorty. First of all, why does that that hopping dude look like a broke down, cracked out Josh Gorbin putting it out there. Secondly of all, Jefferson, for why? For why? Why does the, the his whole hard-headed hypocriticalism is like a new thing for me. So when I saw him just standing around wandering, you know, all concussed and stuff, and then when that man showed up, I was like, how are you gonna get out of this one? And then it was it was Alfred and I was like, oh, okay. Very convenient. <laughs> but um, it, it was it's like is this what's gonna keep happening are we gonna keep having to scrape him off of the off of the pavement just like well we'll get to Lynn later but it's like this is deja vu all over again so I was super annoyed with that um, when it comes to Al the Bino um, that's my nickname <laughs> for him so with Al with Al I, I I'm starting to like him as in like liking to hate him something I'm concerned about is this white girl going to start, like, her talking, is that going to be a thing 
because I kind of liked her just being an extra, yeah. <laughs> like a glorified extra. I hope this doesn't become a thing. I have liked the the lack of white women in this show. Yeah. So it, it gives me pause. And so, so yeah, those are some insights I took away. That's what's up. Moji, what's up? Well, I mean, I thought it was a great way to open, honestly. I mean, but that's just because, like, I laugh when Jefferson's in pain. So <laughs> Damn. I, enjoyment of it might have been a little bit different but yeah i was totally like oh my god like i thought he was about to get his ass beat by tobias yeah. right then it's there so when it turns out to be alfred um in the van in the getaway van i was like okay okay i like where this is going and you know between that why wouldn't like homeboy Toledo? Why wouldn't he just like leave town? Like you know Tobias is crazy. Like I wouldn't go and take this type of news to Tobias, but yet he did. Um, so yeah, that 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 scene was pretty. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I mean, Tobias seemed like the type of person, and whatever this group that he's a part of, this organization, they seem like the type of people that'll find you no matter where you go. You know what I mean? Like, so, I mean, running might get buy you some time, but, you know, they probably catch you at some point and be even more upset that they had to chase you down. So he probably just knew, I'll just go ahead. I know this nigga's probably going to choke me or do something, but I might as well just go ahead and face the music right now and, you know, not have to add on, you know what I'm saying, to the consequences or whatever. Um, I thought the beginning two scenes, the opening two scenes were pretty good too, you know what I'm saying? Um, it really surprised me that that woman was able to speak because I really didn't think that she could talk. Um, so, because <laughs> she hadn't said anything in five episodes and she's been in all of them, I think. So, you know, and it, but actually it wasn't until, I guess, last episode that we knew Joey's name and heard him say anything either. So, you know, I just thought he had two mute white people with him or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and we still don't know her name. I don't think they ever said what her name is or whatever. So, you know. Did we care though? Did we care? No, I don't. I really don't. So, you know what I'm saying? She could stay, you know, anonymous white woman as far as I'm concerned. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Works for me. But anyway, um, so moving along, um, the next thing is uh the chief is talking to some people in the station or whatever. They didn't catch black lightning, so you know, they're trying to regroup and everything like that. Um, and Henderson walks in and says that um some eyewitnesses saw him and saw him get helped into a van. And the chief asks him, you know, well, did you get a license plate number or a description of the van or anything like that? And Henderson's like, nah, they were Black Lightning fans. So they had willful willful amnesia. And the chief is like, well, how does a criminal and a freak have fans? Uh, Henderson is like, well, you know, he's going to look at him kind of side eye or whatever. And he's like, well, where did you say that you got that, that tip from again? And the chief looks at him like, I didn't. And then he gets a call from JT, as it says on his phone, but we know that's Toledo. So it looks like Henderson might be kind of starting to put some things together in his mind about what's going on with the uh, the chief or whatever. Hopefully he is or whatever. It looks like he was starting to kind of do that, but, um, you know, we'll see or whatever. Um, I'll pick up one more thing um, before we get the, uh, the, rela- the reaction of the, the ladies or whatever. Um, so the next thing is um, they're back at the spot. And Jeff is up. He's alert. You know, Lynn is examining him um, and he's telling her, you know, I know I should have waited and everything. But, you know, Toledo's tried to get me a bunch of times and everything like that. And, um, you know, 
she brings out um she pulls out some scans of his brain she says she bought like a a portable machine with her and she was able to check that you know check him out while he was knocked out and everything and she's saying that um you know the things that she sees in there are not really normal for the average person but for him it's not really that far-fetched that his his brain would look like that at a time like that or whatever um and she says something about his healing powers are still intact or whatever um they're a bit slower than what they might have been before but he still can you know heal himself you know quicker than the average person can or whatever um so then you know they continue kind of talking or whatever and then there's a part where she she's checking his heart rate she's got a stethoscope you know she puts it up to his chest and everything and he's like you know he kind of caresses her hand and everything he's like he's trying to have a little moment with her and everything and tells her like um you know it's, it's good to be in your care again and then she blacks out on him and she's like you know stop it and all that type of shit and she goes into you know her whole i hate black lightning thing and all that type of shit again um you know what i'm saying that makes six weeks in a row with this bullshit um so you know what i'm saying they're they're talking about that and you know he brings up the fact that hey you know Tobias is in town. I watched that man kill my father. I have a chance to get him. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to try to go after him in the whole nine. And then she really digs in and is like, yo, your father is dead. There's nothing you can do that's going to bring him back. Blah, 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 blah. And he leans back and he's looking at her like, bitch. You know what I mean? Um, and he actually was like, wow. Like, and she's like, yo, you know, you have no idea what the, what it does to me every time I see you like this. It's too much. It's too much. And then she walks away or whatever. So I'm going to get y'all thoughts on these two scenes. First is the police station with the, the cops um, and sort of looking like Henderson is starting to figure things out a little bit about his boss. And then this scene with uh, Jeff and Lynn, um, I'll go with Moji first and then we'll get Amber's thoughts. Okay, well, like, in terms of the scene with Henderson and all the other cops, well, and the chief, I love his side eye. Yes. Um, that was pretty, like, instant classic. But at the same time, you know, you're saying, like, he's starting to figure shit out. He didn't know, like, they were corrupt all this time, though? No, I, I think that he probably knew that. I feel like they had a conversation about that. Yeah. another episode but I don't I don't think that he suspected that the chief was involved so I'm what I'm saying is I think that he might be starting to put it together that some the chief might be with this shit too that it goes yeah. that high yeah and if, even if you think back to when they were like organizing the march and Henderson I think it was Henderson yeah. was just calling like the mayor the deputy mayor and it was just getting shut down at every level yeah you know, like this, it goes to the like you said to the top right uh but I like that scene. Hopefully, like I mean, I don't know where that still leaves Henderson though. I, I don't really seeing him knowing that the chief is corrupt. I don't see how that changes anything. Uh. Um, but I guess we'll see. Um, aside from that though, Lynn flipping out on Jefferson. That I was I was sort of taken aback by it because I was like, is this what we're doing? I don't know. It just yeah. felt. I didn't I, like. I I can't really verbalize eloquently why I didn't like it. I just know I didn't like it. 
like you're saying this is the sixth week maybe i'm just tired of it oh oh you're starting to come around huh well it's the sixth week yeah <laughs> i was talking about that in the fourth and fifth week and you was like nah you know it's cool it's that's just her thing or whatever welcome i'm very patient human being I'm welcome to the party Go ahead. Thank, thank, I don't like this party. But, <laughs> um, I, yeah, I was just sort of taken aback by it. And, you know, but at the same time, I'm like, is this the right time for him to be trying to put the moves on her? Like, even if they didn't, even if she didn't hate Black Lightning, you know, you almost dying and she having to, like, rush to save your life. Is that the moment you should be hitting on her? Like, would you have shot, like... How, how can I say this? Would you have gone for it, Leonard, if this was you in the position? I mean, I don't know. Maybe. I, I, I mean, I don't think that there necessarily is a right or wrong time for that um, in their situation. I'm saying in their situation because he seems to be much more invested in trying to get back with her than she is, you know, in trying to do the same thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it seems like that's more of what he wants and week to week, you know, it seems like she's less and less interested in that especially because you know black lightning is is popping up every week or whatever so i think she you know she maybe loves him and everything like that but i don't think she really wants to be with him and there was a time like probably the first one or two episodes where you know i was rooting for that to happen you know like um like people say like you sort of want what the main characters want or whatever. So, you know, it was presented like, yo, he wants to get his wife back and everything like that. So I was like, oh, yeah, they look like a good couple. You know what I'm saying? Da, da, da. I hope that that works out. You know what I mean? But at this point, I'm like, nah, man, y'all just need to continue to be friends and co-parents and all that kind of stuff. Don't even worry about this relationship shit. You know what I'm saying? Because it doesn't yeah. seem like it's going to happen anyway. I mean, maybe it will. But at this stage, it's, that's that's like the furthest thing, I think, from Lynn's mind. Um, so yeah, I I don't I didn't have a problem with him doing that. It, I mean, it's kind of it's sort of a weird time, but again, I think no matter when he does, you know, because like when they were having a conversation about um uh family dinner uh, a few episodes ago, and you know, Anissa, the one the episode where Jen um said that she was ready to have sex and everything, like you know, he he was asking her before um before all that happened, like you know. Anissa's already skipped out on us tonight, you know, and eventually Jen is not going to be coming in or whatever. Like, you know, would you, are you still going to come around and have dinner with me? You know what I'm saying? When, um, when, when the girls aren't a part of it anymore, like, and she kind of like wasn't really receptive to that at that time. You know what I'm saying? And that was probably between these two situations, that was probably a better time to try to do something like that. But, you know, she still kind of was a little cold on that. You know what I'm saying? So honestly, Sorry. Hold on. Say that again. There's an. Hold on. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Yeah. No. I say every week. I almost keep expecting them to introduce like a boyfriend that Lynn's hiding us. Right. (laughs) Like, I wouldn't be surprised honestly because she just seems very wishy-washy on this. Like you said, getting back with Jefferson and at this point, it seems like he's more trying to make it happen than she is. And also, she just seems like she's really guilty. She's feeling really guilty about something. Yeah, man. Like we'll, we'll, we might, we'll probably touch on it later. But I was um, talking to one of my coworkers um, today. He had a chance to. He didn't get a chance to watch it live. I actually didn't watch it live either. I watched it um, 
this morning, actually, um, no, yesterday, yesterday morning, and, you know, rewatched it today to take notes on it. Um, but he had a chance to watch it yesterday, so we talked about it today. And I was saying that there was something about the way that they shot her and the way that the, the music switched a few times when she was um, on camera that was like she was up to something. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, it might like she might have been hiding something or there was some, some extra shit going on that she was kind of getting distracted from because of Black Lightning um, and because of Anissa later on and everything. But... Yeah, something is something is fishy with this man. You know what I'm saying? Might not be like it's not Gamby level stuff, at least from what we can tell so far. But these these are two people that you know are in his corner, or or you know we hope are fully in his corner, but that are starting to look kind of kind of funny. Was there anything else that you wanted to say about this? Well, it just feels like there's gonna be a lot of people around Jefferson who've been lying to him. Yeah. <laughs> And that's going to be nice to see. Oh, man. All right, Amber, what you got on these two scenes? We're talking about the police station and then Lynn and Jeff. Okay, so I don't have anything on the police station. But the other scene, I thought it was interesting. It, it set a tone for me and switched how I feel about this, like, hardworking superhero who doesn't get enough credit being nagged by Black Lightning because I am sick of him and his nonsense because Lynn is my favorite character of the show as of this episode oh, because you this, go. Is when it, this is when it flipped for me. I was like everybody leans on Lynn. She showing up at her job, knowing her schedule leaving boxes, test this carry that. Like really? And I was like and I'm glad she said it. I was thinking it your dad is dead. You're ruining everything. He's not coming back. Get a Ouija board if you want to talk because we can't do this. You know what I mean? She saves his life like all the time. All the time. Yeah. And he he is so ungrateful and then trying to, you know, have a moment and like looking in her eyes and like it's like really dude. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's like, uh, what's that movie? Not Scarface. Um, with the Scarface guy, I try to get out and they keep pulling me back in. That's her. I hope she has someone rubbing her feet, greasing her scalp and blowing her back out when she wants it because no one else appreciates her. No one does anything for Lynn ever. So like your perspective so yeah so that's my thing on Lynn I'm gonna have to ask you to leave the podcast now um, <laughs> thank you for coming out God bless you good night uh, nah man nope this was the episode that I officially said I don't like Lynn so how about fair that enough. fair enough fair enough how about that for juxtaposition I thought I thought that you know the Henderson stuff was interesting like I said earlier and this was the start of me being like, yo, man, nah, yo, I'm gonna just go ahead and fully commit to not liking Lynn. She's getting on my fucking nerves with this shit every week, talking about she don't like him being Black Lightning and your father is dead, da 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 da. Like, that shit was cold to say. And then turned around and made it about herself. You don't know how much this does to me when I see you like this. It's just too much, Jefferson. Oh, it's too much. And she just walked away or whatever. Like, make it the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like, how you gonna tell that man to give up? I mean, yeah, don't go out there killing people because of your father, but. Like, it's the same thing that they was trying to tell Jennifer about um, 
Khalil a few weeks ago when he first got shot and everything, and she was, you know, trying to go see him and everything. And it was like, man, fuck Khalil. You know what I'm saying? Like, they was really kind of cold with her about how she was feeling at the time. Like, I, I just, that that was the beginning of, of things with like that. I was like, nah, man, I, I don't like this character anymore, man. Maybe she can be redeemable. I don't want her to die yet. It's not to that level. But That's Yes, now I, I am not wishing for Lynn's death. You just took it over. No, I'm saying I, I'm saying I, I'm not there yet. I'm not there, but I don't like her ass. Like she she can, we don't have to see her no more as far as I'm concerned, really. But you know what I'm saying? She's not on the the okay. You can die now list. If you know there's a payoff, if like they they end up like just by the end of this, just knocking it out of the park, where like all this makes sense, then you know what. I'm here for it, but I, I really there needs to be a payoff with why Lynn is this extra. That's that's what I'm saying. That's that's the 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 point basically. Like because the show has been on not six consecutive weeks, but you know for six weeks we've been watching this show, and in every episode she has to make this fucking statement about her not liking Black Lightning and this I hate seeing you like this and this is what it does to me. Da da da. And we've talked about it before, Moji people out there listening have heard me say a bunch of times that that's actually an interesting thing and that there's something that I would like to actually explore because you don't get a chance to see that with superhero stories or whatever. They usually don't have friends and family and stuff like that. All these things that I've said before, I won't even go fully into it, but they're not giving us the reasons why she feels that way. We just hear her say, literally hear her say this shit every week. We, we've gotten flashbacks on a lot of different things, you know, over the course of this um, show so far. But we haven't gotten any flashbacks or even in her saying it in present time, like, yo, you remember the time when da da da, you know what I'm saying? And just giving him an example of what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like that way we could kind of see, OK, well, yeah, I get your original point, your 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 overall point about this but now you're actually telling me or showing me why you feel this way so now i can actually understand what you're saying a little bit more but they just have her fucking nagging him every week about this shit and it gets on it gets on my nerves you know what i'm saying a lot probably a lot of people feel that way you know mo sounds like you're starting to kind of feel that way too um like yo just either show it or shut the fuck up you know what i'm saying so that's how I kind of feel about that. And, you know, there's more with that a little bit later. But um, moving to the, the next thing or whatever. So um, Anissa um, looks like she's on a college campus and she vandalizes. Um, she and some other students vandalize um, a statue, which um, apparently is of a Confederate soldier. Um, and, of course, campus uh, police are called or whatever, and they get arrested. Um, the next thing is Lynn is at her lab. And her assistant shows her some brain scans that they got from some people um, that they that they were testing that were on green light. And they look very similar to Jeff's brain scan that she took um, when he was injured uh, a few scenes before that. Um, and so, you know, he asks her if she's ever seen anything like that. And she says, no, looking mad suspicious. You know what I'm saying? We know the answer to that because we've we've seen what she saw or whatever. But she didn't do a good job of selling it, you know what I'm saying, to him. Um and so she does a fake yawn and asks her to grab, uh, ask the guy to grab her a coffee. He's drinking a coffee. So she's like, can you grab me one of those? And he's like, you know, do you want your usual? She was like, yeah. So and then this was real dumb to me. But when he exits the room or whatever, she pulls the scan of Jeff's brain out and holds it up next to the, the scan of the um, other people's brains or whatever. 
And I was like, why would you do that? Like, the guy, obviously, he was still standing there. So what we see is, like, he he's standing there. He actually makes a phone call. Um, and we find out later who he was talking to. Um, it happened to be um, somebody connected with Lady Eve. You know what I'm saying? We didn't know that at the time. But at the end of the episode, you know, we'll get into how we find that out. But um, I'm just thinking, like, okay, well, what if what if your man is still around, which he was? Or I'm sure there's cameras around. And, you know, it didn't really seem like the smartest thing to do would be to pull that out right at that moment. You know what I'm saying? Um, to look at it or whatever. Um so and then one more quick one before we get y'all stuff. Um, so then, um, you know, we mentioned that Anissa had gotten arrested for the vandalism thing. So Jeff and um, and Jen go to pick her up from the police station um, and he gets on her again about, you know, um, being arrested and, and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, you have to be smarter than this. You know, don't put yourself in a position where the police can can hurt you or kill you or whatever. He said, you know, all it takes is one cop to see your color and natural humanity and for that person to think you know it's better better to be safe better for her to be dead than for me to be sorry um and he says that you know you're a black woman you don't have the luxury of being naive um so what do you guys think about these scenes um anissa with the vandalism and getting arrested and everything and lynn at the lab you know pulling out the brain scan um x-ray or whatever and, and looking at it and, and the whole thing with her assistant. Uh, we'll go with Amber first. Um, I thought, yeah, taking out the scan uh, right then and there. It's like, oh, oh, TV, you're so silly. But yeah, that was definitely ridiculous. But uh, the big thing I want to talk about is Anissa and how she's the dumbest smart person ever. Talk about you know, it. She, you know, it's like she's so she is like a professional protester, right? But it's like we're gonna deface this thing, not with like a bucket of paint, you know, like people who throw paint onto fur and stuff like that. No, 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 no. We're gonna take out guns, yeah. actual guns, dark in color. Doesn't matter what's in them. And it's like, yeah, well, they were spraying pink stuff, so it's like obvious. No, nothing is obvious. Nothing is obvious. What right. had made you thought that that was okay? And so it, it does. And then she's like, when she talks to him, it's like she doesn't realize that he's making, how do I say it? It's like this information is brand new for her. Like she is just learning that these are the facts of life, yeah. even though this is like her thing. So that, that she, she turns into a 12 year old every now and then, mm-hmm. you know, kind of a, what did I do type of thing? And it's like, okay, girl. Cause there are people who get locked up to get locked up. They change themselves and stuff. I get it, but she's just reckless. And then right. when she stomped her feet, which we will get to later in the episode, it's mm-hmm. like, Okay. Yeah, she's our baby hero. It's like she has no impulse control or something like that. Thank <laughs> you. That is it. You know what oh, saying? bless her heart. Yeah, like but anyhow, Go yeah. ahead. Was was it were you oh, gonna that say was something it. else? That was that was mom. she's so silly. I just wanted to add on to what you just said. It's kinda like, um you know, again I was talking to my coworker about the uh the episode earlier and when we started when we got to the stuff with Anissa, um, in particular the the thing that you mentioned later on, but um, it was like he made a good point. He was like, um, she's out there looking for trouble. Like she's so pressed to be a superhero and all this type of shit. 
she's out there looking for for beef and looking for things to get into or whatever yes. so that she can use her powers instead of being you know smarter about it and instead of being you know just more sort of I guess tactful with it or whatever you know because like I was telling him that you know when I was a kid you know I took some martial arts stuff for a couple of years and you know there were some people that they wanted to learn how to how to fight so they could go out there and fight people. You know what I'm saying? Like they they just wanted to learn how to, you know, do their thing that way or whatever. But it's like one of the first things they teach you is you don't want to have to use this. But, you know, if you do have to use it, then, you know, we'll teach you how to defend yourself. So you shouldn't be out there looking for fights or picking fights or whatever. But if you happen to get into one, then if you if you learn, if you know, if you stick with this and, and pick up what we're going to teach you, then you'll have the tools to protect yourself and, and other people and all that kind of thing. So she's got to learn how to do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because right now she's just out there being really reckless and, and doing a lot of dumb shit. Um, just so that she can, you know, use her powers, which she doesn't even fully understand right now. Like, you don't really know everything that you can do. So you don't know how much, you know, force to put into something or I can do this or do that or whatever to sort of subdue a person. And, you know, things that Jeff probably, you know, like he knows because he's been Black Lightning for a long time. So, you know, he knows how to do that. Other superheroes, you know, you have to learn that type of shit or whatever. So she definitely needs to get her, her stuff together. Um was there anything else that you wanted to say about the um, the scenes that we're talking about here? Was was that it? That was it. All right, Moji, what's up with you? Um, I mean, I totally agree with what both of you said. Um, like just to start off with, um, Lynn and her shifty coworker. I don't trust him. Nope. I don't trust him at all. He just looks like a plant. Like, what do you think of this? And <laughs> 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 I completely agree with Amber that. It's a TV thing when they put up the scans, like, ooh, let's look at the prints. Like, you could access this on your computer in private in, like, 20 minutes. Like, but it's for us to see, like, what's happening with the brain. And I didn't even catch, and I'm out of blank when this happened, because I've only seen it once so far, but I didn't even catch that she put up Khalil's scans next to it. I didn't catch that at all. Well, I don't know if it was Khalil's scan. It was just it was just somebody that had green light. Oh, I think you said it was Khalil. No, it was, okay. it was, I thought it was black light. It was, it was Jeff's scan, and then, like, the one... The guy had um, the green light person scan up on the thing. Yeah. Lynn pulls out Jeff's scan... And holds it up and looks at him side by side. Okay, okay, okay. I, I totally misinterpreted that then. And her coworker still looks shifty regardless. And um, Anissa, like when we see Anissa, I straight up was like, oh look, Ariane Tubman has a gun, which is actually more historic. It's more historically accurate. Um, so that, yeah, because I think that yeah, she went around with a gun. Five, uh, yeah, yeah, it was five B two. Went around with a gun. Yeah, because she was badass like that. Mm. It's for sure. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, that was the first thing I thought. But yeah, you guys, um, Amber, you're completely right. It was stupid. Like, they all have, like, guns that look like real guns. <laughs> and they don't even need a legitimate reason. But that exactly. right a legitimate reason to shoot you. And... She does start acting like a 12-year-old. You're absolutely correct, because when they introduced her, they made it seem she was you no know, protester, and she, she, you know, come back from college or whatever, and take up that mess, but 
but now, like you said, it looks like baby superhero one, but she, it's almost like what they was great at, actually not that great at. Yeah. And that's a little bit like, okay, maybe that's just a misstep from the writers. Maybe they didn't realize they did that, but... Yeah, yeah. Not- yeah, she seems like a person that, like you said, we, we probably thought that she was... She had more experience with all this kind of stuff than you know more we, we probably thought that she had more experience than she does and what it what it seems like now is that we actually see that she's pretty new to everything like she's new to this protest and shit and all that as well as you know obviously being new to having powers and, and trying to figure things out with that so but she's also like a hot-headed you know very passionate type person so you know sort of like the combination of all those things is is really is, is too much going on with her right now um so moving along um you know jen i mean anissa is in her room she's looking at the the stuff that huggy bear gave her last week taking notes on things and everything and um you know jennifer comes in and she's being like the typical annoying little sister or in moji's case the annoying big sister um <laughs> she asked anissa you know to check out her math homework and everything like that and they sort of have like a, a cool sisterly type moment um and anissa asked her you know how she's doing she's like i'm cool um, but, you know, Anissa could tell that it's, there's something going on or whatever. So, you know, she basically says that she's like having second thoughts about everything with Khalil. Like she she envisioned, um, you know, them, you know, going to the prom and, and doing all these different things, you know, like these different life goals and stuff like that, that that she and they probably, you know, had talked about experiencing together. And she says, you know, all I can, all I can see in my future now is just kind of struggling to help him around. Um, and standing on the sidelines with him instead of actually being on the dance floor, you know, like at a dance, you know. Um, so she's, you know, feeling bad about that and everything. And, you know, Nissa's like, you know, hey, you know, you're a person that's dealing with a lot of things right now, you know, and you have to make a tough decision. But, you know, you'll be all right, you know, in the long run and everything. So I thought that was a pretty cool moment. Um, and I'll just do the next one quickly and then we'll get you you guys thoughts. Um, so the next thing is um, Black Lightning and uh, Gamby at the Honeycomb Hideout once again. And um, Gamby's like, you know, draw some energy from the room. So he does that, like the lights flicker and everything like that. Um, and he says, you know, how does that feel or whatever? How do you feel? He's like, you know, I feel pretty good. Um, so he says, you know right hand or whatever so Jeff like opens his right hand it's sort of like a ball of energy or something like that um, sort of like hovering around uh, above his right hand um, and he says you know left hand he does the same thing and you know the same thing happens on the with the left hand or whatever um, and he says you know he's Jeff is talking and he's saying you know I, I kind of wonder if if uh, what Lynn said is right you know my powers are like a drug to me or whatever and Gammy's like nah what you feel is endorphins um you know, so he says, um, you know, he asked him how his head feels and everything. He says, I feel good. Um, and, you know, he goes on to tell Jeff that, you know, what they're dealing with is neurological stuff or whatever. And he's like, you know, your brain can pick up electricity like the average person can pick up and use a pen or a hammer or something like that. Um, and he says that, you know, the suit actually keeps you from blowing out your nervous system when you use your powers. But like if the resistance is set too high, then you get feedback, um, and, which is why, you know, he was having the dizziness and the headaches and all the stuff that he was dealing with last week or whatever. So I guess the, the suit wasn't tuned up properly or whatever or it was, you know, set too high or whatever. So it was giving him feedback and it was, you know, messing with him or whatever. 
Um, and so Jeff thanks him for fixing things. Um, and you know, he's, he's talking, he starts talking about Tobias again. Um, and you know, I want to, I want to find him and, you know, put his albino ass in his grave and everything. And, you know, Gamby starts talking to him about like, Hey, you know, um, you know, you don't want to do something like that. You know, being a vengeful son is different, you know, than being, you know, somebody who's a hero and out for justice. And in Jeff's mind, you know, getting rid of Tobias would be getting rid of green light which would be, you know, cleaning up the city in a certain way. So that's, you know, that's justice. Um, and then he starts questioning Gamby's intentions. You know, we saw Henderson earlier questioning his boss, um, you know, sort of, you know, kind of wondering what's up with him. So in this scene, you know, he's kind of looking at Gamby like, yo, you know, what's up with you? Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, every time I bring up Tobias, you know, you want to try to change the subject. Uh, you know, you know, you're not with the program or whatever. And he's not really trying to hear what Gamby's explanation is or whatever. Um, and he says, you know, I'm going to take Tobias out, period. Like, that's it. Like, I made up my mind. That's what it's going to be. So, you know, to get you guys' thoughts, you know what I'm saying, we'll have you chime in. You know, once again, it's um, Anissa and Jen in, the, in Anissa's room and then this conversation with uh, Gamby and uh, and Jeff or whatever. And we'll go with Moji first. Um, I'm sorry, <laughs> Leonard. I completely blacked out. Um, i say it again. So... Yeah, the first one was um, Jen and Anissa having their conversation, um, and then the second one was uh, Gamby and, and Black Lightning and Jeff, you know, talking about um, what you know what's been going on. He, you know, had having him sort of check on his powers and everything, like draw some energy. You know, let's see if you can get the little um, energy ball to pop up, and you know, talking about like you know the suit sort of protecting you from you know when you use your powers and all that kind of stuff yeah i was there and then my mind just went three of the way in but i didn't basically because i didn't have a lot to sort of say about jen and anissa's conversation cool. mm-hmm. uh, um gamby and jefferson's conversation that was really well fun. i didn't realize how short gamby was next like <laughs> He is tiny, um, but I like the conversation because again, this is sort of where you see the beginning of Jefferson like gung ho to go after Tobias, and you have Gamby sort of being like, "You need to relax, like bring it down a notch, maybe do some yoga." Yeah. And you know, Jefferson is just like, "No." Um, so it, it's it's sort of the start in the episode early on of like the tension slowly lifting between all of the like rocks. Yeah, that's what I have to say about that. <laughs> Alright, Amber. Okay, so <laughs> Oh, sorry, my I was pointing in a different direction. Hello. Um, okay, so here's my thing with um uh Alfred and and, and Jeff. They are so dysfunctional and weird. They really are. And, and, and like every conversation is, I feel like he's, he has more of a relationship with uh, Alfred than he does with Lynn oh. and that he doesn't, he doesn't listen to anybody. Anybody. And also what I loved is the conversation that he had where he was dismissing Lynn uh, and saying that um, it, it's not like a drug. It's your and which I thought was cool because he knows about the human brain and research and things about black lightning and what the, 
oh wait, it's Lynn that knows the brain. Oh, this is so awkward. Sorry, my mistake. Like we were saying, Alfred had a hunch. So we're gonna go with that as opposed to the doctor. Whatevs, okay. These two, and then he grabbed his purse and left because that's what Jefferson does. Then with the sisters, I loved that conversation because it was so honest. I appreciated that Jim was like, yeah, this this isn't how I pictured things. And I thought that, that was good and that they didn't try to make her like, I'm going to take the high ground. I'm going to do this. I'm going to stand by my man. I, I appreciate or sit by my man. Like, I appreciated that. That that was really honest, and I appreciated it. The last one, what was the last scene? That was it. Though, just those two for for this yeah. portion. Yeah. So yeah, that that I I thought was refreshingly honest, and I liked it. Yeah. Um, I don't really have much to add about it. I like the the moment between the um the girls or whatever. Like sometimes individually, their performances might not be like as strong or whatever. Or, like they might kind of do dumb shit. Like we kind of talked about Anissa earlier like kind of you know spazzing out or whatever but i like the moments that they have i like sort of like the family moments that that you get between like the girls or um you know like jeff and and one or both of them um or you know even lynn um you know she's had some some pretty good moments with like with the kids or whatever um excluding the fact you know the, the part when she was jumping down jen's throat about breaking that girl's arm um but but you know um they they like the sort of family moments where you just kind of get them to see them be regular people for a moment. Um, there's some pretty good stuff with that, um, and you know you guys kind of touched on the stuff with Gamby and um, and Jeff. There wasn't too much else that I wanted to say about that. So the next thing was um, Lynn is in the lab. She goes to the lab the next morning or some morning, and Gamby's already in there. Um, she's telling her like, "Yo, you need to talk to Jeff because he's talking about killing Tobias and everything." And, you know, she's like, man, fuck you, fuck him, and fuck Black Lightning. You know what I'm saying? Um, But she also says, you know, you raised him to be Black Lightning. His father raised him to be Jefferson Pierce. But he was formed on the streets of Freeland. Um, And there's no amount of education or, you know, success, you know, in in athletics, the Olympics or whatever that can... um, you know, take that out of you or whatever. Like, you are who you are. Like, she's like, he's complicated. And Gamby's like, he is complicated, you know, but you understand him on a level that nobody else does, you know, including him. Like, he doesn't understand himself as well as you do or whatever. Um, And this is why you need to talk to him because you're probably the only person that he would listen to um, about not, you know, taking it too far with Tobias or whatever. Um, So she's not really feeling that at the time or whatever. Um, The next thing is... um, you know, Jeff is in his office and he's just kind of sitting there thinking about some stuff and he sort of gets the idea. They, they sort of flash back to something that um, Henderson said to him about um, catching criminals like based on their habits or whatever, like studying a person and, and, you know, trying to figure out their movements and everything. So he types into like Google or whatever, like he looks up um, some stuff about albinism and, you know, comes across this video. Um, of a, a doctor explaining some things about um, some of the things that people with albinism deal with, like, you know, they, they have a high rate of skin cancer and, you know, eye issues and, and different things like that. So um, that gets the wheels turning, you know, in his mind. Um, and I just go through a couple more of them that's like cr- really quick. Um, 
Jen sees that ashy knee girl uh, talking shit about her on social media or whatever um, back at the school. Um, and the last thing that I'll, I'll talk about before we get you guys' thoughts is um, Anissa uh, goes to visit Lynn at the, the lab or whatever that she works at. And, um, you know, she was like, you know, I, I, I missed you at dinner last night. Like, you know, are you going to keep on coming or whatever? And they kind of talk about the situation between um, Lynn and Jeff or whatever. And she's like, you know, I used to hear y'all arguing back in the days or whatever. Like, I didn't really know what you were talking about, but I just knew that you were um, you didn't like being the mistress. And, you know, she's like, well, no, your father never cheated or nothing like that. She was like, nah, that's not what I mean. I mean, dad is, is married to saving the world. And, you know, you didn't like coming in second. And I get it. But, you know, I feel the same calling. And, um, you know, Lynn is like, yo, you, you don't know how right you are. Um, and she asked Lynn to check out the stuff from the box. She brought the box with her. And some of the things that she was looking at in the box that she really couldn't figure out, like there was some whatever was in that vial that we thought was crack. And then, excuse me, there's like some some chemistry shit or whatever like that that she didn't understand. So she was like, you know, can you take a look at this for me? Um and Lynn was like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'll take a look at it. You know, whenever I get a chance to do that, I'll, I'll look at it or whatever. And she asked her, like, you know, what's going on with you or whatever? And, you know, and this is like nothing. But she knows her daughter. Um, so she knows that there's something going on. Um, she's just like, you know, make sure you tell me whenever you feel comfortable with it. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I want to get you guys thoughts on that. We are talking about um, Lynn and Gamby in the lab having their conversation about you know, her needing to talk to Jeff, uh, Jeff in the office looking up the stuff on albinism, Jen seeing the girl talking shit, and then Anissa and Lynn, you know, with the box and, you know, you didn't want to be the mistress to him wanting to save the world and the whole nine. Uh, we will go with Amber first and then we'll get Moji's thoughts. Okay, so uh, I wanted to talk. Uh, I keep taking the, the pointing the mic away when I'm listening. I'm back for real. Okay, <laughs> so my thing with. Um, well, I guess they get to it. And it it's hard because it's like, oh, but I know what's going to happen with that video. I want to talk about what happened with the video. So um, I'll sit on that one. But. Can we leave Lynn alone at work? Like, she's got stuff to do. Like, what is this? Like, she is doing, everybody's, <sighs> she's not a machine. But, uh, but yeah, so that, that got me, and I thought that it, 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 it kind of, <sighs> I'm just so frustrated, especially Alfred. This is my, to sum up my Lynn and Alfred for me. Lynn? I'm going to uh, encourage this man to save the world. Hey, Alfred, I want you to do that. Okay, so I went ahead and did that, and there are repercussions. Fix it. That is their relationship. And it's like, that is amazing, knowing people's schedules. Like, that's so freaking creepy. So freaking creepy. I would new phone who this so fast with everyone. <laughs> But alas, so um, so yeah, so that was my thing on those things that stood out. All right, Moji, what you got? Um, first off, Edgar, you were completely right. Someone knowing your schedule is completely creepy as fuck. Like, no, <laughs> that's what, like that's weird. Like, oh, it's because I knew you're whatever be here. It's like okay, psycho. But um, in terms of their whole conversation, though. One thing I realized with this scene is none of these people need to know each other. 
<laughs> like Jefferson and Lynn are not like the only reason I feel like I'm rooting for them is because they have kids. Like I feel like if the kids weren't in the picture, like I would not. I'd be like, y'all could break up. <laughs> and then like Lynn with Jeff, Lynn with Gamby, and then how Jefferson is with Gamby, even though technically he raised him, like. I'm just like, y'all are messy. I, I don't know if you guys are good for each other now. Um, but at the same time, we also get a lot of information about just who they see as being. And I will say I was a little bit annoyed this episode because they kept saying like, oh, he's going to kill Tobias. He's going to kill Tobias. He can't do that. Like, he's dropping people off like hotel motel buildings he's like electrocuting people he's knocking people into unconsciousness but killing the man who killed his father is somehow too much yeah and i'm yeah i'm sure over time he's had to kill other people too it's kind of like that whole thing that they do with arrow and the flash and all that type of shit like you know i'm sure he's had to kill a lot of people over time you know but this is the one person that he wants to kill. So I guess there's a difference in that, but it's not like he ain't done it before, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess, I guess wanting to kill someone is different than... Uh, I guess in a way. You were breaking up a little bit. What, what was that last thing you said? I mean, I said I guess that there's a thin line between wanting to kill someone and just happening to kill someone. Yeah. That's what they're trying to Day. But either way, I did like the conversation between Lynn and Gamby. I thought, you know, for real, Lynn is the addiction. Like, she likes to say all the time the powers of the addiction. But now I think, like, Lynn was the addiction, and he really, really, really tried. Yeah. <laughs> and still trying, but, yeah. you know, just, like, the person has to want to deal with all your baggage, and she kind of doesn't want to deal with the black lightning thing. But the thing is, she just hasn't said, no, we're not doing this. Like, she has to put her foot down and right. stop being, like, one foot in, one foot out. Right. Whether or not her, like, because it seems like she's kind of over it. But, like, Jefferson is still, like, planting their, like, remarriage in, like, a beach somewhere. So she really <laughs> to just sort of figure it out. I didn't like how Gabby was basically telling her to rein him and oh, like, only you, you must be the one to give the pep talk to Stephen because he's kind of little for me. Um, that was, I, I didn't like that. I was like, good job, Gabby. Go whatever it is your job is. Um, what else? So, yeah, Anissa. Anissa was so smart in the scene when she was like, Lynn didn't want to be the mistress. And I was like, yeah, she absolutely did not want to be the mistress. Yeah. At first I was like, wait a minute, was Lynn a mistress? I'm like, That's what I, yeah, I said the same thing. Like, oh shit, he was cheating on somebody with Lynn? Like, oh. What show was that? Yeah. <laughs> but Anissa cleaned that up really quickly and I still thought she was pretty right because, you know, Lynn just wants this to be all about her. But at the same time, like, they've been broken up for nine years now, right? Yes. Well, well, we don't know if it was, we don't know the, the amount of time that they've been broken up, but they, it seems like they've been divorced for a while now. Yeah, it's, it's like, she needs, she needs to figure out if she's in or she's out and just yeah. put her back in the Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing, too, like, if you're trying to get back together, then obviously there's certain things that, you know, 
become about the other person again like you know when you're single it's just like you know I do whatever I want to do but when you have somebody else then you know you have to be considerate of what um of what you know they want and what they need and you know how what you do affects them and all that kind of stuff so again it sort of makes sense that that she would let her feelings about black lightning be known or whatever because hey if we're gonna get back together you need to know this but at the same time it's like you said like you can't be one foot in and one one foot out like either like if you it seems pretty clear to all of us that she doesn't seem really invested or interested in in going you know back into a relationship with him especially because of black lightning if nothing else so you need to just say that just like just tell this nigga like yo you know what man you obviously want to do this and I don't want any part of that or whatever. We can definitely stay, you know, on some friendship. We got these these kids to raise, even though they're not babies no more. But, you know, Jennifer is still high school age or whatever. And, you know, this is a young adult trying to figure her way out or whatever. Let's just do that that parenting thing that we've been doing for however long it is and not really worry about this getting back together type shit. But it's kind of like she wants him to sort of conform to whatever she would want him to be in a, at least in a certain sense in order to be her man but not really saying yo I want you to be my man again like almost like stringing him along type of shit you know what I'm saying so it, yeah it doesn't that doesn't sit well you know what I mean um Amber, I hope I hope you're taking in what we're saying about your friend here. You know what I'm saying? We, we let I, you know. Let, let we let you, you know something. that I, your girl Lynn ain't about shit. <laughs> Hello? Yeah. Oh, I cut out for a second. Sorry. Um, don't worry. The, my whole next... I've decided during this that my entire next episode is going to be about Lynn and my breakdown of what she represents and everything about her character that I love that I didn't until I watched this episode. So, so don't live your best life. Oh, I'm going to do that. Anyway, moving on to the next thing. Um, Black Lightning, Jeff dresses Black Lightning, goes to see Tobias's doctor. Um, and he cuts the, you know, Gamby is like, you know, hey, man, what are you doing? All that kind of thing. He can see what, you know, what Jeff is up to. So he turns that off um, and he goes in and, and you know, sees the doctor and, you know, says, well, look, you know, call Tobias, you know, come in and tell him you need to run some tests on him and all that kind of stuff. And the guy's like, I can't call him or whatever. They call me, you know, whenever he needs to come in or wants to come in. And they just tell me to stick around after I close my, my place down, which is at 6 p.m. Um, so he's like, OK, well, you know, I'm going to give you the black signal phone. And if you change your mind about, you know, letting me know when he comes around again or whatever, just give me a call and I'm going to help you out. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, Tobias, he reveals that Tobias knows where his family lives and his kids go to school and the whole nine. So. You know, he's he's definitely afraid of Tobias and what he can do and everything like that. So Jeff is trying to offer him, you know, the opportunity to sort of rid himself of that problem or whatever. You call me, you know, next time he shows up, I'll handle it for you. Um, the next scene, uh, Vice Principal Thirsty um, shows up and, you know, she's, you know, talking to Jeff. He's walking down the hall of the uh 
the high school and you know she's like well you know i monitor um the social media of of people that of the students that go here to, to check out cyberbullying or whatever he's like yeah she was like well take a look at this so there's a post from khalil um and he's dissing Jennifer or whatever, and it's it's her face, a picture of her face on top of this white girl dancing, and it's got a caption that says "Black Becky who dances like a white girl, but she still got nappy hair." And um, you know, v- VP Thirsty, you know, says her her line that she says every week or whatever, um, or every episode. You know, I'm around if you need any anything, aka you know these draws are yours whenever you want them, Big Daddy. You know what I mean? You can smash these cakes to smithereens whenever you're ready. Um, so, you know, after seeing that, you know, Jeff goes to check on Jen. You know, he goes to whatever classroom she's supposed to be in, but she's not there. Um, and he walks around a little bit more. And I don't know if it was, I don't think it was a full weight room, but whatever room Khalil was was working out on the treadmill in or whatever, um, you know, in like the first or second episode, you know, she's in that room sitting down by herself or whatever. So he goes in and talks to her and, you know, he first talks to her about the crabs in a barrel thing, you know, sort of with the situation with the girl at the other school that she beat up or whatever. And just talking about, you know, that that's a, a thing that, you know, has sort of plagued black folks for a long time. And, you know, when one of us is starting to to rise and, and, and gain, you know, some some upper mobility or whatever, you know, there's certain people that feel like they'll never be able to accomplish that. So they want to bring you back down instead of trying to climb up with you or find a way to climb up out of their situation, you know, as best that they can or whatever. Um, and she actually says that, you know, the, the girl that was talking shit or whatever, you know, a lot of people actually got on her case about, you know, we need to get over the good hair, bad hair thing and the whole nine. So some of the jokes that she was trying to make about Jen or whatever backfired on her because people was like, nah, we need to stop that shit. But he was like, I can see that it's the, it's the Khalil stuff that's bothering you a little bit more. She was like, yeah, she was like, you know, I don't I don't know why he would trip like that or whatever. And, you know, they would they toss out the idea that maybe it's just because he's going through a lot of shit and everything. Um, but then he also said, you know, the things that he's going through might actually be revealing who he actually is, you know what I'm saying? Especially when things don't go his way or whatever. Um, so, you know, she she says that she wants to, to talk to him or whatever. And Jeff is like, you know, maybe you should give, you know, you should give it some time, you know, give him some space and, and just give the situation itself some time before you go talk to him or whatever. But, you know, she's like. No, I want to I want to go ahead and try to do that or whatever. So he's like, all right, cool. Um, so we'll stop right here, get you guys thoughts. And then we'll go on to a couple more things. We're, you know, getting sort of closer to the end now. But, um, you know, just want to go ahead and make this little pit stop. So we're going to go with uh, with Moji first. You know, again, we're talking about the, the stuff with Black Lightning going to Tobias's doctor and then Jeff and Jennifer. And, you know, the situation with Jen and Khalil talking shit and the whole nine. Um, what you think about that, Mo? Okay, well, okay, a lot happened, right? Like, just starting from, um, okay, <laughs> so then Black Lightning approaches the doctor and told about, oh, you know, just let me know when he's there. My first thought was, this doctor is so dead. Like, <laughs> yup, goodbye. Like, how are you doing this? Like, it's like, that's weird. Like, we have no, that like, I have anyway, I'll speak just for myself, but I kind of have no faith that Jefferson could protect this third party from Tobias. And then I was like, why is this doctor even doing this then? Like, 
don't you like yourself? Um, but that, that part was pretty funny to me. And then you have Vice Principal Thirsty, of course, who brings the video. Don't Still don't trust her. Do not trust her at all. I feel like we're going to see a scene where she's like around a table of like evil people eventually. And I can't wait for that. But um, she the, her showing the feel of Khalil being a little bitch ass about the whole situation and Jefferson, you know, you see the hurt in Jefferson's face, like you really kind of feel for him. Um, but then especially when he talks to um when he talks to Jennifer about the whole thing later on, it was very it was a very touching moment. Um, but of course Khalil is the problem and I'm not trying to jump forward, we kinda of see at the end, but when Jefferson in this scene is like like you said, it feels who a person is and I started thinking, for Khalil to have gotten where he is in life, he had to basically be a control freak, right? Earlier on in the season, when he when he was first introduced, he was telling Jennifer how you know he's trying to get out of the hood and all the things that he's done so far to get there. And now, all of a sudden, all of that is done. And you know, for you to be like that kind of succeed at that kind of a level at that age, there's got to be a... Um, right? It kind of reminds I mean, this is a bad example, but like OJ, how like when everything was great, everything was great, but then when it wasn't, like, you just killed me. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, it, that's kind of what it reminds me of when, you know, the perfection is gone, like, we could have luck. Um, but that was, I, I like how Den- uh, I like how um, definitely made that piece. Jennifer, but at the same time, it's still sad. Like, she liked him. She didn't want him to get shot. He did, and, you know, here she is. Was that was that it that, that you wanted to say on those? Um, well, yeah, I liked how, like, they made it that people jumped on the girl who was, like, talking shit about, like, her being a white girl or having, like, nappy hair or whatever. I like that, because that's more, like, 2018. That's what's up. All right, Amber, what you got? Um, I think they're going to mess around and accidentally make me start liking Jennifer, a.k.a. this bitch is uh, my nickname for her, because I don't like her. I don't like her one bit. It'd be okay if her character... She's a character that I... She's... she's, She white girls too much, and I don't mean in the sense of what, you know, with the video and stuff. She is like how they write white girls. Like, I'm gonna throw myself into danger because people will save me, I'm fine. And and so she's like in a horror movie, you know, a lot of episodes, you know. You can't get me? Well, okay, so... Yeah, everybody can. You're one of the most vulnerable people on this show. Well, no, because she can kick butt. She can. Do. That was the other time I liked her when she was fighting. Like, there, she has her moments, but they are far and few between. And I appreciated these two, these three. This whole episode, actually, she didn't get on my nerves. Like, she, they, they are humanizing her because she's just been bratty up to this point. But I kind of feel like she's being forced to grow up a lot, and so I. I, I appreciate the the turn that she's that she's making. So yeah, so that was something big that yeah, I mean, she, she, yeah, she's been through a lot. I mean, she has been bratty at times or whatever, but 
I, I give her a little bit of a pass because of her age and the fact that she's got so much shit going on at this stage or whatever. I I have a little bit more of a problem with like the way Anissa acts at times because she's older and she's uh-huh. you know she's smarter like like she if she's receptive enough to pick up on her mom being the mistress to her dad's you know urge to be a, a, a person that saves the world or whatever then she should know better than to you know do some of the things that she does you know what I mean so you know I, I give Jen a little bit of a, a pass on that cause like I said she's she's going through a lot of shit at like 15 16 years old or whatever um so I mean it's not to excuse some of the bratty behavior that when she was actually being a brat but you know like for example like last week you know or last episode when you know she had the the fight with that girl and then you know she comes home and everybody in there is looking at her like why did you break this girl's arm like nobody listened she wasn't even there to tell her side of the story you know her parents especially Lynn were jumping in her ass the other girl and her her people were ice grilling her and everything I'm like damn like she just came home like she didn't know any of this shit was going on and she's walking into a room full of people that are pissed off at her and, and a couple of those people are supposed to be on her side you know what I'm saying or at least get her side like okay you know y'all are saying that my daughter did wrong let me you know find out her side what her side of the story is and then we'll go from there or whatever they just assumed that what these people said was was the truth and jumped on her or whatever. So she she's been kind of beat up a little bit at times or whatever. So, you know, I kind of give her a little bit more leeway um than it seems like, you know, that that than you have Amber or whatever, you know, um but you know, I, I thought the scenes were, were cool. Like, you know, that, that chick definitely needs to get her ass whipped again, you know, for talking shit. And yeah, Khalil, this is the first, the first stage of us seeing him that he's a bitch ass nigga. You know what I mean? So, you know, that was, that was, I guess, good to see because, you know, you see who, who we're dealing with. I'd rather know that you ain't shit and either not deal with you and learn how to deal with you than to think that you actually cool and then find out the hard way, you know, that, that you ain't about nothing. So, you know, he's starting to show who he is or whatever. He's being misguided, obviously, we know that, but at the same time he's he's still doing a lot of a lot of bullshit, which we'll get into um in a few scenes from now or whatever. So um the next thing that happens is basically they recreate the Charlottesville shit. They got these white guys, you know, around that statue. Um and, and they didn't have the tiki torches, but you know what I'm saying, they were they were on that same wavelength. Um, and you know, there's even a, a white woman that got hit by a car um, and killed by that car, just like happened up in Charlottesville or whatever. Shout out to her, rest in peace to her. Um, you know, and you know, VP Thirsty and Anissa, you know, are seeing this on the news or whatever. They're watching it like looks like a teacher's lounge or something like that. Um, and you know, Thirsty says something about you know, seeing stuff like that just makes you wish that there was something that you could do about you know about this and, and stop all this madness or whatever. And of course, Anissa hears that and she's like, "Yeah, that, I, I know exactly what you mean. I'm gonna go ahead and do something." Um, so the next scene is, um, you know, Jen actually goes to visit Khalil. You know, like, like she said, she wanted to. Um, and you know, in this scene, we 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 exit good Khalil and we enter the realm of bad Khalil like his whole demeanor was different this nigga was mean and nasty um you know he looked darker you know what I'm saying like it was probably the lighting or whatever but his skin actually looked darker and shit um 
you know, he, he blames her for being shot. He's like, you know what I'm saying? If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have gone to that march and I wouldn't be in this chair. It's your fault, Becky. And he's like, you know, you got everything. I have nothing. You know, I play by all the rules. I didn't do any drugs or alcohol. I didn't have any kids. Um, you know, I went to church every Sunday and God still took my legs. Um, so, you know, he's just being a dick. So it's, it's officially fuck this nigga season. You know what I'm saying? Um, and she says, you know, before she leaves, she's like, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm going to pray for you. And he's like, you know, you can keep your damn prayers and get out. You know what I'm saying? Um, so he kicks her out of, uh, I don't know if that was his apartment or whatever. It didn't look like he was in the hospital anymore, but um, he kicks her out of, of, of his place. Um, and right after that, you know, standing outside the door in the hallway is Jeff. And he gets a call on the on the black lightning phone. Um, and, and, you know what I'm saying, he has to disguise his voice or whatever to talk to the person on the other end who happens to be the doctor. Um, and he calls him and tells him that, you know, Tobias is going to come by tonight um, after six when I close my place or whatever. So he's like, all right, cool, I'll be there. And, um, you know, Jen um, comes outside, you know what I'm saying, and, and she says, you know, basically, Dad, you were right. I should have given it some time. Um, and, and, you know, I should have waited before I had this conversation with him. Um, you know, can we just go ahead and leave? He was like, yeah, we can go ahead and get out of here. Um, and I just do one more thing real quick um, before we get you guys thoughts. So the next scene is um, we go back to that same college campus and they're having like a candlelight vigil for the girl that got um, that got hit by the car. So they're right out in front of that same statue again. And people got candlelights and they're crying and they've got, you know, flowers and cards and, you know, all kind of stuff, you know, paying their respects to her. Um, and Anissa comes out in her, her costume or whatever. And it looked like she kind of said a little quick prayer or whatever. And then she like hulks out and does her, her A-Town stomp. And, you know what I'm saying, destroys the statue. And, you know, because there's people out there, you know, shit starts flying and debris, is, you know, all that kind of shit. So people got hurt and everything like that and i'm just like why the fuck would you do that yo like there's people out here like you could have waited until there was a, a quiet time you know two three in the morning where ain't nobody out there and done that shit like why are you doing this right now you know what i'm saying um so what do you guys think about these scenes um you know once again it's the charlottesville thing jen and khalil and then um anissa breaking the statue or whatever uh we'll go with amber first i'm glad that um she she talked to him that okay so first of all i i because it's a show and i'm rooting for who i'm rooting for i'm like you know f that dude but he really like just had his spine snapped (laughs) like he really did but you know f him forever that Becky line, see, my, my black girl sensors went up and I was like, oh, oh, okay. Peace out. I'm going to go. Amber, don't go there. Don't, don't make one of those jokes. But let's just say he's one to talk, okay? That was low-hanging fruit. And so it was, I was done with him as well. And then the stuff in the car, I keep going forward. No, no, no. We're not talking about him in the car. <laughs> but yeah, it was like, you're free now. You know what I mean? He made this easy for you. So, you know, go on, live your life. And he showed his true colors when he was talking about how jealous he was. And it wasn't because of the walking stuff. He was jealous that she's this bitch and she didn't have to try. And I get it. I get what it's like where, where he's coming from, but it's like, 
you can't you can't cure that. You cannot cure that jealousy. He's obviously been sitting on that for a while. He's been subconscious about that for a while. And now he has a good excuse because he's in so much pain. And uh, it's like, okay, well, good to know. Bye. Yeah. And uh, what you think about the uh, Anissa stomping and, and breaking the statue and hurting people? I'm, I'm, I feel like she's gonna tug on the, that she was gonna tug on the nearest adult's pants and be like, "Can you take me to my mommy?" <laughs> it's like what in her little leather outfit or plastic, whatever it yeah. is. It's like, oh, bless your heart. So yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, whatever that is, it looked good though. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Moji, what you got? Um. That was really well done, and like, like you guys have already said, like him just sort of going full evil this episode was really like, okay, damn Khalil, um, his all his insecurities just came out, like, just all to the forefront. He didn't care. Like you said, this wasn't like even about the. This was just him being bitter, like, and you know, like bitter about who she is, like bitter about her being Black Jesus' daughter. And maybe he felt worthy when he could walk and he, and she was the one like drinking bottles of liquor in school and he could sort of be like above her morally. Yeah. But now it's sort of like flipped. It's like, nah. And, you know, again, we're just seeing him being angry and bitter. And the whole thing was very well done when she sort of leaves outside and she sees her dad outside and you just sort of see her like about to cry like I should have waited. You should have waited. Um, so I thought that was that scene was very well done. It really was like emotional, even with like, uh, sorry, I almost called him like he's in Riverdale, the actor who plays um, Khalil, and he's ancient there too. So I was really looking forward to him being like an awesome human being on this show, but no, I guess he's just gonna be ancient in this too. And, but I, I like the scene where she goes outside the door and she like, you know, her dad's there with her. Like Jefferson is there for his kids. And I think that's like awesome to see. And Anissa breaking the statue. Yeah, I was like, girl, you didn't think that. You did not think that through at all. Like she knows she's strong. And each time she fucks up, it's like she runs away like a little kid, like a kid you just caught in the fridge touching what they shouldn't be touching. So, and then the one you forget to forget. Yeah, that's exactly right. Like, she definitely does that. Like, she has the, the spaz out moment and then, you know, runs for cover and, and, you know, I'm so sorry and all that kind of stuff. And, yes, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you, you summed that up perfectly or whatever. And I'll just say, like, about Khalil, like, um, I definitely agree with you guys that the things that he said to her was stuff that he had been feeling for a long time. You know, you two just, you know, basically wrapped it up by saying like it was his own insecurities. And and, you know, Mo, I think you made a good point about, um, you know, him being comfortable with being with her in the sense that there's some things that I can be holier than thou about. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't do this. I don't do that. Um, so, you know, when, when Little Miss Perfect or whatever they want to call it, Black Becky is doing things and I can sort of, you know, hold that over her head and tell her to get like me or whatever. But, you know, there's, there's other things that she has or that she can do or whatever, um, that, that I feel insecure about, you know what I'm saying? So a lot of his insecurities and a lot of the things that he would have been thinking, 
that whole time, you know, really came out of him in that moment. And yeah, we we understand the fact that, you know, he is in pain, like mental and physical. He was shot, you know, his his whole life as as he had planned it is different now and you know all these different things or whatever so to a certain extent you can sort of understand that he's just really kind of just lashing out but i mean you don't have to say no shit like that you don't have to be that way you know what i'm saying you can go through some shit and and really be affected by it but not become a complete dick to somebody especially when that person cares about you and has been there for you and all that like he blamed her for him getting shot Deep down in his heart, I know he knows better than that. But I mean, come on, man! Like that was fucked up to say. You know what I'm saying? Um, and you know, to move on to the next thing, you know, we got a few more things to, to get on. Um, but to Moji's point, you know what I'm saying? Anissa did that dumb shit, spazzed out. You know what I'm saying? Um, hurt people in the process, and then went and, and went to the cro- to the car, crying and called her mom on the phone. And, you know, Lynn was like, hey, you know, I looked at the stuff that you gave me and everything. Um, you know, she was like, all right, cool. But, you know, the real reason I called you is because I, I want to, um, you know, to tell you or better yet show you, um, you know, why I need that information. You know, why I need that stuff from you or whatever. And she asked, can she come by the lab? And Lynn was like, yeah, cool, come by. Um, and, you know, right after they get off the phone, Gamby calls Lynn um, and tells her, yo, you need to um, talk to this nigga right now because he's about to try to kill Tobias. Um, so then we cut to um, Black Lightning on the roof of a building that's near the doctor's office. And they show a flashback. He's like charging up or whatever. And they show a flashback of um, the scene where uh, he kills what Tobias kills his father or whatever. And, you know, Jeff is actually, like, in another room, like, hiding underneath the bed and everything. And, you know, um, Tobias and, and his 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 goons are in the other room beating this man up. And, like, like he said in one of those first episodes, like, ripping up the, the newspaper clippings and, you know, shoving them down the guy's throat and everything. Um, and it was interesting because in that flashback, Tobias was a grown man. But Jeff was, like, you know... 12, 13 or something like that. So, you know, that kind of makes you wonder about the whole thing about him not him not aging and, and when exactly did he um you know get the the serum or whatever they injected him with. And I have a guess about that that we actually talked about at work, which we'll get to, but um yeah, you know, they show that and, and eventually um Tobias and his uh his crew um you know they pull up and you know Jeff is gonna zap him and shit, but you know what I'm saying Gamby actually comes through on the comm system, and he patches Lynn through or whatever, and then she gives him the the, the standard CW like killing his wrong speech, um, and then she also talks about you know the fact that her and Anissa had a conversation early, and she realized that she didn't like being second to Black Lightning, and um, but you know that Black Lightning is a part of him, and she can't ask him to deny that just because she wants Jefferson all to herself. Um, and she's like, "This isn't me. This isn't me fighting you anymore. You know, I accept who, who and what you are." Um, and you know, while she's on the phone with him, um, there's somebody that breaks into the lab. She's still at work and shit. So they hear the the glass breaking, everything like that. And he's like, "What's that?" She's like, "Somebody's breaking in." Um, so he tells her, you know, hide or whatever. I'm on my way. Um, so he leaves that that rooftop or whatever. So he doesn't take out Tobias. 
um, and he goes to rush to her um, defense. Um, so what do we think about these these scenes here? Actually, you know what? Before we do that, let me just also mention that. Okay, so they go. He um, rushes away. Then they cut back to the lab. Anissa arrives in her... Um, you know her her costume or whatever and when she gets upstairs or whatever she sees Linda's all tied up and the guys are like robbing the place or whatever so she fights them off um and then eventually black lightning shows up and when he shows up she's actually trying to untie lynn or whatever and, and lynn seemed to recognize her from the beginning because her costume was just some funny looking clothes and her with some eye makeup on you know what i'm saying and a wig or whatever like but she she peeped who it was so she was like oh shit like and she she sees her use her powers and everything to fight these guys off and all that so she's you know she's getting her first um chance she, she's discovering you know what anissa can do now or whatever you know what i mean and jeff like i said shows up he doesn't know what's going on you know who she is or whatever she doesn't know who he is which i really hope i really wish that they would show us what other people see when they look at black lightning because it's pretty fucking clear like who the person is it, you know so unless it's really what jen said like they need to show that at least once so that we know that people really can't see what his face looks like but they have a fight um and they're using their powers and all that kind of shit and it was actually kind of cool the way that they did that and he ends up power bombing her ass at the end of it um he uses his powers to um you know lift her up in the air and then slam her down to the ground and everything um and she lands on her stomach and he turns her over and he he sees that it's her and he says he's like oh shit anissa so what do we think about these scenes man um anissa calling lynn and and telling her you know hey i want to show you you know something uh black lightning going to the doctor's office and then lynn talking him down and then the people breaking into lynn's office and Anissa and Jeff going over there to help out and then them getting into, into a fight not knowing that they're fighting one another. Um, we'll go with Moji first and then we'll go with Amber. Well, like, this, the second half of the episode was really good. Like, it really picked up their, the pace. Um, yeah. Gabby talk, um, to talk Jefferson down the ledge was kind of like, again, like, I've already told that how I felt about that. I thought it was a little bit ridiculous. But plot... So when he goes to run to, like, save her, I was like, of course. This is how he gets, like, out of, you know, the whole killing Tobias thing. Because obviously, um, Lynn is still more to him. Like, she still means more to him than Tobias, dead or alive. So I think that was a great way to show that. Now, that fight scene, you know, we see Anissa arrive. At first, I really thought Anissa was the one who picked those, like, guards' asses. I was like, damn, Anissa, your mama's job? Yeah. Um, so when they sort of flipped it to show that it wasn't, but at the end of the day, with Lynn being tied up and her and Justin just squaring up against each other, like that was awesome. And I really liked it. It's time to. I was like, that is your child, Jefferson. Really? You can't tell? Right. Yeah, because even if she can't see him, like if she does see it like a bright light or whatever, like Jennifer described, he should be able to see her clearly, like because she just got on a bad wig and some hot pants. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, oh, so he should have been able to peep that from the beginning or whatever. But I guess in the heat of the moment, you're not really thinking about all that shit. <laughs> 
Um, was there anything <laughs> else? <laughs> was there anything else you wanted to say, Mo? Um, no, I think that was it. I didn't think they were gonna discover this, like they were gonna discover each other so quickly. Yeah. So I'm surprised that like episode six, episode seven, what are we on? Six. Six that like you know the secrets out, even though. I'm sure they're going to keep Jennifer in the dark. I really hope they don't. I, I mean, I hope they don't either, but that's sort of the thing to do. Yeah. But I do like that now, Anissa, like, they know who Anissa is. And Lynn's blood pressure is just going to skyrocket. Lynn is over all of this. Like, now her daughter, too. She probably going to blame this nigga for that shit next week. All right, Ember, what you got? Um, okay, so one of my favorite comic booky things is when the, the secret identity fights or um like like pairings like this or the secret identity fights where one person knows and the other one doesn't i don't know like you're you have such a heightened stake in it and so she was holding her own and when she did that backflip i was like no it was dope like I loved the just the choreography of it and they both did like a spin and shoot and then a spin and shoot and it was like oh great and stuff was bouncing off her lycra I don't know how or why that works but it does oh my goodness I was just it was I'm not usually one for fights like I watch action movies and comic book movies and I'm like when's stuff gonna stop blowing up so they start talking again but this was a very fun fight and uh, so yeah it was that was my favorite part of the last half uh, it was it was dope I, you probably the only person that I've ever heard say that they watch action movies and don't want to see the action. Yes, like why everything exploding? It's crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I thought it was dope too. Um, you know, I was telling my coworker that I felt like the first part of the episode was kind of slow, but then it picked up like towards the end. And this is what I was talking about. Um, I think it was probably to this point probably the best fight that they've had on the show. Um, as far as the choreography and everything, as yeah. well as the stakes, um, like Moji said, I didn't, I didn't know or think that they would reveal the secret identities so soon. And I, I think you know that she and I talked about it before um, um, in reviewing the show about like sort of trying to figure out like how they're gonna do it because there was a, a bunch of different ways that they could have revealed you know the the secret identities or whatever. But I actually liked that it was this way. Um, that they actually got into it. And like you just said, Amber, like they they showed that she can hold her own. She obviously doesn't know the full extent of her powers and, and doesn't have a grasp on them the way that he does. But, you know, just in a just straight raw, just, you know, I don't really know what the fuck I'm doing, but, you know, hey, this is working type of thing. Like just like beginner's luck type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause this is the first time that she's ever going against somebody else that's, you know, that's like her or whatever. Everybody else was just regular people. But just on some straight like beginner's luck or whatever, she actually was able to hold her own. And I thought that was pretty dope. But the the, the best part about it was that um they actually get the reveal. Like there wasn't something that happened that pulled him away, like 
as she was laying there and about to, you know, he was about to roll her over or something like that, where he gets a call from Gambia, you know, has to leave or something like that, like right before he gets to see who he was fighting or whatever. I'm glad that they went all the way and let him see that, oh shit, this is my daughter. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I can appreciate that. Um, I definitely am glad that they did that. Um, and then, you know, the thing at the end, which we'll get to in a second, um, when they when they show her seeing him or whatever. So the last couple of things are, um, you know, uh, hold on, where am I at? Um, yeah, so Gamby um, picks them up. You know, they're they're at the uh, Lynn's job or whatever. So Gamby comes and picks them up. You know, in that same van. Um, and Lynn, you know, she ran some tests on her and everything like that. And she's like, you know, she doesn't have any broken bones or whatever, but she does have a concussion and some some bruises and some burns or whatever from the fight. And he's like, yo, what the hell was she doing in there? She was like, she was doing what you do. She has powers, Jeff. She has powers. Um, And she seemed pretty upset about that or whatever. I think in part because, you know, her ex-husband and daughter just got into a fight. Her daughter's fucked up. But also the way I read it was that she was also sad and upset about the fact that Anissa has powers. Like, oh, shit, here we go. Because we we know Lynn is not the biggest fan of superheroes. You know what I'm saying? So... um, she didn't really seem too thrilled about that, but he also seemed kind of fucked up about it too. Like, oh shit, like, you know, what does this mean? Um, then, you know what I'm saying? We see um, bitch ass Khalil, you know what I'm saying? He's in, a, in, in the car with Tobias or whatever. And Tobias is like, you know, hey, you know, don't you worry, whatever, I got you. And he tells him, you know, there's, there's two ways to walk, you know, walk in this world. You know, either you're one of the sheep or you're one of the wolves. Um, and Khalil's like, you know, I really don't know what I can do, man. I'm, I'm, I'm just here. Like, I can't walk anymore, none of that. And Tobias, like, tells him, like, yo, you'll be able to walk again. Don't you worry about that. You'll be good. And then the white broad says something else again. Like, she's she had another set of lines or whatever. I'm like, damn, this bitch is real talkative this week. Um, so she says, she, she says to Khalil, you know, you'll get to know true strength. Um, and you'll be true strength or whatever soon. And it's a lot of fun. Um, and just the last couple things, there's last two more two more points or whatever, and then we'll get you guys' thoughts. So then we see we cut the lady Eve. She's at the morgue working on another on another body. Gamby shows up, and um, she's like, "Damn, you know, how did you get past all my security?" And he says to her, "You know, I taught you everything you know. I didn't teach you everything I know." So they have a conversation or whatever, and she tells him. You know, he, he mentions that he's retired or whatever. And she's like, well, if you would have gotten into business with me when I left the agency, you'd be, you know, wealthy and retired at the same time. Um, and he reminds her of the deal that they have, that the Pierce family is off limits. Um, and she says that, you know, we weren't really trying to go after them. We, you know, we just know that Lynn is, is you know, pretty pretty intelligent and she's she's got some things that she can do or whatever so we just wanted her files we didn't expect anybody to be at the lab and we definitely didn't expect that meta human that beat up the night crew to um to be there whatever talking about anissa or whatever and she asked gamby you know does he know anything about that that meta human or whatever he's like no um and she's like you know look don't don't play games with me like i kill my own mama if i have to you know what i'm saying so killing you or fucking you over ain't no thing like you know what i mean like you better let me know what you know um 
And she reminds him, like, yo, you know, you made promises and everything like that. He says, you know, I know I've kept my end of the, of the bargain. And um, he says to her that, you know, I could have outed Tobias, but I didn't. And she was like, you know, that's good. I, I can get with that or whatever. But just know this, like, if Tobias's dirty laundry ever comes out, then yours will, too. And he kind of grips his gun as he as he walks out. And, you know, they both kind of like shake their head or whatever. And in the last scene, you know, they're back at the house and Anissa is is laid out. You know what I'm saying? On the like the couch or the bed or whatever. Lynn is by her side, like kind of holding her. And and she wakes up and she looks to the side and sees Lynn there or whatever. Kind of smiles like, you know, hey, ma. And then she, you know, turns to the other side and Jeff is standing there with the black lightning suit still on. Not the mask, but, you know, saying he's, he's got the suit on. And she looks at him and she's like, Dad? And, you know, they show his face again or whatever. And that's the end of the episode. So, you know, I just want to get you guys thoughts on these last few scenes. Um, once again, it's um, it's uh, Gamby picking up Lynn, Jeff, and Anissa from the lab, you know, when right after the fight and Anissa being knocked out. Um, Khalil and Tobias in the car. Uh, Gamby and Lady Eve and then Anissa waking up and discovering that her father is Black Lightning. Uh, we will go with Moji first. Well, I mean, I like this show, y'all. This show is really good. Like, this week, we like, the entire episode wasn't like, it wasn't action from beginning to end, but it was still so good, especially with, like, character development and all. Um, so when we get that scene with um, Jefferson, Lynn, and um, Jefferson, Lynn, and Anissa all back home and just sort of, like, waiting for Anissa to wake up, it was so, like, emotionally charged, right? And then Anissa opening her eyes to be, and, like, you, it's basically, like, you have you have Jefferson pacing back and forth, like, Lynn is giving birth or something. Um, but when she wakes up and she sees that that's her dad, I'm just like, I can't wait for that conversation next week. You know, it's just so, it was just really well done. And it's like, you know, again, it was the last scene of the episode, but it was really well done. And again, I like that they're moving things along. They're not taking time to like get everything done. I'm not like, they're not, they're not dragging it out. Like everyone is finding out who everyone is and that's cool. Lady Eve and Gamby, those are some two shadiest, like the two shadiest people in the show. I right. can't wait to find out what shadowy organization. Hopefully, it's not Argus, but I can't, I can't wait to find out what organization they were both a part of. Um, how Lynn is going to handle all of this? Um, I, I mean, you might talk about the previews in a second, but you know, Anissa trying to now join Jefferson. It's like, yeah, no, girl, you are grounded. <laughs> yeah, but I to see all of that, but it, it was really well done yeah i think um before we get um amber's answer i think that um they were both a part of that asa whatever that whatever that's supposed to be it's that's that's the way that i took it like that they both worked for that shit and Mm -hmm. they they both ended up leaving for some reason or whatever um that's my guess um that they worked together there and you know they have they obviously still know each other in the whole nine um, Amber, what do you think about these last few scenes? The Khalil thing, I, uh, I'm only guesstimate like the way my prediction is that he's gonna get some sort of 
you know, X factor or whatever, and he's going to become bionic too. And either they're going to have him actually fight black lightning. But I thought the original thing was like to turn the tide because all of these shows, they have the metahumans slash enhanced people slash mutants are bad you know, and, you know, first they save all our lives and we love them. And then, you know, somebody gets a hangnail because one of them and now we hate them. So I thought it was going to be like a PR campaign, but now it kind of feels like they're making him into a warrior. So that's my prediction on that. I thought another, you know, beautiful, you know, black lit family moment when he wake when she wakes up and she's like, oh, it was just cute because it was that was a really good way to put it is it was like he was waiting for her to to give birth i was like oh so so that was a really cute moment and um yeah those are the the two things that struck me the most at the end is oh and also lady eve stays working on dead people yeah like what i is that like a hobby? Like, I wish that they would address it because it's so weird. Like we, ugh. anyway. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So that that that's 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 what I was I was really feeling the end of the episode, and so I'm excited. Yeah, and I'll just say, um, and sharing my thoughts. I I think you know those last few scenes were pretty dope as well. Um, I enjoyed the fight scene, as I mentioned earlier, and then sort of seeing the conclusion. Like I said, I was glad that Jeff saw that um, Anissa was the person that he was fighting. And then that in this, within the same episode, we see that she now knows that he's Black Lightning. And so now, you know, her, her dad and her mom all know what's up with each other. I'm hoping that they'll tell Jennifer or that they'll put two and two together and figure things out that, okay, well, she probably has powers too and that they're presented with her. I, I, I hope that they don't do the everybody knows except this one person thing, but I'm pretty sure that's what they're going to do um, and that's going to annoy me, but hopefully she, she'll find out about um, you know, her father and sister soon and, and, you know, be up to speed with everybody else or whatever. And then, you know, if she develop or when she develops some powers or whatever, then, um, then she'll just be a part of the team or whatever. Um, the game being Lady Eve stuff was interesting because it, it just, it, it makes you wonder, you know, what their connection is. You know, I guess they must've been coworkers at this organization or whatever, but who is the organization who was involved? What did they do? All of these different kinds of things. And it was sort of just like, you know, when we saw Gamby and Tobias, um, an episode or two ago, and it's like, well, how do they know each other? You know what I'm saying? And then you can see that they, they don't like each other, but there's some level of respect uh, between the two of them or whatever. And it seems the same way between Gamby and Lady Eve. They don't fuck with each other, but you know they know what each other is sort of capable of. And if he taught her everything that she knows, and he definitely knows what she can do. Um, so there's there's so many things that, that you want to know about... Um, about their relationship and and why exactly did he stipulate that you got to leave the Pierce family alone or whatever like you know what what is this whole deal that they struck and what does it mean that he's keeping his end of the bargain and and her talking about um well Tobias's dirty laundry you know if, if that comes up then your dirty laundry you know what is what is Gamby's dirty laundry or whatever um and then also uh Khalil in the car like somebody was saying I think that 
you know, it'll end up, you know, Mo and I, we talked about it a few weeks ago and I was just kind of going on and on, but, you know, it seems like, you know, there was, there was some relevance to that or whatever. Um, I wonder what the fuck they're going to do with him. Like, they're going to do something. He's going to get injected maybe with the same serum. Oh, what I wanted to say earlier, too, was that, um, you know, again, we were talking about it at work and we were talking about Tobias and how how he got so strong or whatever, like this serum. I was kind of thinking, and y'all can tell me what you think about this. Um, I, I was sort of thinking that maybe Jeff was one of those nine kids that Anissa that Anissa you know found out about in her research and that at the time they didn't know um that whatever they were giving to these kids or doing to these kids was going to cause the superpowers thing to, to happen right so they didn't know it at the time but then eventually they um they realized that and said, okay, well, hey, we got like a super soldier type of thing here that we can do or whatever. So we can actually use this to our advantage. And I'm wondering if the ASA was actually a, a part of that, like if, if, if it goes that far or whatever. But Tobias might have been might have been older, like because in that flashback, he was a, a grown man already and Jeff was younger. So I'm thinking maybe like they accidentally stumbled on this this ability to create like metahumans or whatever with this serum or whatever and Jeff being one of those people so that's how he got his powers and then there's eight other people out there that have it but by the time and maybe Tobias was involved in this shit somehow too shit goes left with him and his political career and all that kind of thing eventually somehow they inject him with the serum and so it stops him from aging and you know gives him his strength and everything so almost like they like jeff got his powers and tobias got his super strength and whatever else he has from the same source but it was at a different time you know what i'm saying like they didn't happen together they, they didn't grow up together they weren't two of those nine kids or whatever but eventually the thing that gave jeff his powers is what gave tobias his powers or his strength or whatever. Um, what do y'all think about that? Does that make sense? And, and you know, what do you think about it? Um, we'll go with Mo first. It's possible that, because again, I, this whole how old is Tobias thing? When what? When was he fully uh, a politician? I, I still want to know more about that because I don't think it's a straight line. And the way you sort of break it down, like you know, possibly, you know, the source of their powers is the same. Sort of like the red and like Captain America, right? It's like yeah. sort of like version 1.0 and version 2.0, you know? Um, so I, I want to I wanna get the full backstory, but I like how they're giving it to us little by little throughout the weeks. And hopefully, you know, by the end of season one, we kind of find out exactly, you know, how everybody got here. Amber, you got anything on that? That was pretty super booky. Like that was like I understood. I mean, I understood what you said, but some of the like. Like, I know about, like, Captain America and the serum and stuff, but so some of that was a lot of insight for me because I don't know all of the comic book trope things that are possibilities, so it's like, huh, okay, 
Yeah, it's just my thought, man. Um, we'll see how it turns out or whatever. That was just kind of like what I was thinking about when I was having that conversation um, with my coworker earlier. Um, so that's that's it. That's the episode, man. Um, we will get y'all to shout out your your podcast and social media and whatever else you want to um, to shout out. We'll go with our guest tonight. We'll start off with Amber first, and then we will let my co-host with the co-most say what she got to say. Amber, talk to us. Uh, this is Amber P. Knight, and you can find me at blackchickwatching.com. And also, I watch Black Lightning Live on Facebook, and uh, I yell at the screen and carry on. And then during the commercials, I uh, talk with the chat room, and it's very fun. So that's in the Black Chick Watching Facebook group. All right, all right. Uh, Moji, let them know. Okay, well, first off, you guys can find me on Twitter at BookDreamer01. That's like my But you can basically find my podcast, um, TV Movie Mistress, like iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify. It's all up in the internet. Um, but yeah, so if you guys, again, like I said, if you like Jones, that's the place to be. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm podcasting Riverdale right now. Um, Leonard and I podcasting America's Gods when season two comes back out and yeah. I just I've watched a lot of television I think you guys listen in the form of television so that's what's up and of course LeonardLBrothersMedia.com uh, at LBrothersMedia and at LookListenPod on Twitter and um, if you heard the last episode, I tacked it on right before we played the song at the end. But I'm going to say it now live on the podcast. If you have any feedback for this episode or any other Look and Listen podcast episodes, uh, you can send that to um, looklistenpodfeedback at gmail.com. And just be sure to you know put the... The, the topic, you know, in your subject line or whatever. So if, if you're doing an older episode, if you're talking about a mixtape or one of the 101s or whatever, and you want to leave a comment, then just put the title of that in there and then write your email. And then, like, for example, if you got feedback on what we talked about tonight covering Black Lightning, then obviously just type in, you know, Black Lightning episode six. And then, you know what I'm saying, drop a line about what you thought about what we had to say about this one. Um, so... That's that's where you can reach um, me at and where you can reach the ladies. You know, we'll have all this in the show notes and, um, you know, looking forward to talking about the next episode, uh, which. Oh, somebody said, Moji, I think you said you you wanted to talk about the previews. I actually didn't see the previews because um, I didn't watch it live. I had to I watched it online. You know what I'm saying? On the um, CW joint. Instead of even, I, I recorded it, but I didn't, you know, I watched it at work or whatever. Um, what did you see in the previews, if you remember? Um, the only thing I really remember was Anissa basically telling Jefferson that she wanted him to teach her and that she wanted to, like, you know, basically form a duel, like a Batman and Robin. And you just sort of see Jefferson, like, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> he wants her daddy to teach her, and I don't think that's something Jefferson is going to be here for. And you know, Lynn ain't going to be there for that shit. Oh, hell no, she ain't. Yeah, she's not fucking with that anyway what i said hey I'm, I'm i'm looking forward to that you know what i'm saying that sounds pretty interesting or whatever um so yeah we'll, we'll be back next week to to talk about that one um i want to thank y'all once again for for tuning in and ladies i want to thank y'all for being on the show with me tonight and i'm gonna go ahead and sign off man look and listen podcast we out of here peace
pray at night for the helpless. Hoping you get us through breakfast. Wishing somebody come save us. Black lightning's back, come to shock the haters. We need our hero back. Guns clapping, gangs active like where we at. Black lightning need to strike like where we at. Show us another way besides these guns and crap. Nighttime suit up, this for payback. This our Superman Robin in the back. Step back, you might get shocked off of contact. This was for the hood, this for being black. We ain't got no hope, they chilling every day. I mean, we need you in every way. We need results, we don't need to see your face. Just to say today, here we come, just in perfect timing to help the needy and guide the blinded. Last night I saw a superhero, he was black. He said, This is for the street, black lightning's back. We pray at night for the helpless, hoping you get us through breakfast, wishing somebody come save us. Black lightning's back, come to shock the haters. Hey, no lies, seen him with my own eyes. Electric shocking guys, putting them all in line. About time somebody came down here and dealt with crime. Not just the gangsters, the police is out of line. So it's no trust, they don't understand our trouble. I don't know him myself, but do he come from struggle? Cause I'm like no superheroes around here, bruh. I'm like, he gotta be one of us. Gotta understand the hate and the distrust. Restore the feeling, put the love in us. My partner say I'm high, I must be smoking something. I said, you right, I know the change, I know I'm feeling something. Stand up for something, or fall for anything. Lightning came with no rain. I saw a superhero last night, he was black. He said, this is for the hood, black lightning's back. We pray at night for the helpless. Hoping you get us through breakfast. Wishing somebody come save us. Black lightning's back, come to shock the haters.